Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Prime Subjective, a Star Trek podcast where we talk about Battlestar Galactica. Nope, just kidding. It's still <laughs> Star Trek we talk about. And today we will be discussing the final two episodes of season three of Star Trek, Star Trek's Picard. That's not what they call it, but I'm calling it that. Like the Gershwin's Porgy and Bess, it's Star Trek's Picard. And uh, we will be discussing these last two episodes. We have some normal cast of characters with us. We've got Carrie Coleman Hinners. Uh, what the frack? There we go. Perfect. <laughs> We've got Michael Henley. Uh, no more Mr. Nice Gaius. <laughs> and we have an extra special from the Mothership special guest, Mike Marbach, head of Crossroads Comedy Theater, who is our, uh, our progenitor and uh, happy to have him here. So thanks, Mike. Yes. Yeah, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Do you have a Battlestar-related... <laughs> A greeting or no, 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 no battle star for you. Just uh, I, it's been, you know, I know frack, frack I know is good. frack, uh, but it's been so long <laughs> since I've, it since I've seen so it. So long, yeah. Um, it's been a long I time. I did watch through, I, I watched the series pretty much right after the finale. Like I didn't watch it, I didn't watch it when it was airing, but I started mm -hmm. it uh, when it was first, I think it was added to Netflix. Mm -hmm. uh, then I mm -hmm. went through oh, yeah. all of it very, very quickly, very quickly. Yeah, uh, I feel like yeah, I yeah. kept trying to rewatch it during the pandemic, and I was like, wow, this is not the thing to watch right now. This is so dark. <laughs> and the world is so dark. Maybe yeah. not this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very good. good cat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, well, uh, before we, as I always like to do, before we dive into the trek, let's dive into the thoughts, fears, and sometimes um, reviews of, of purchases of the people who are reviewing the trek. Uh, speaking <laughs> of reviews, Carrie Coleman Henners, how are you? How are you doing? Oh, I I don't have any reviews today, but I'm doing well because I started painting a mural in my room here. Oh, fun. You can't see it, but maybe mm -hmm. you can see it. Maybe you can see it in your imagination. <laughs> um, and it was in your mind's eye. It was taking me a long time because I couldn't figure out the right color, but I finally found the right color for my mural is it that is behind is the baseboard area like down below yeah, back there it's oh, the nice. base it's like the bottom half the bottom under of the, like oh, cool. the chair rail and mm -hmm. i painted like this sort now, of now do i see quark in naked repose there is that what i'm seeing in that or yes. am i just is that my own warshock test that's how i <laughs> yes it is quark in naked <laughs> repose Repose. Or is it Worf, <laughs> in which case you need to draw two penises because it is canon that Klingons have two penises. I just want to Is that? Oh, it is actually. Is that? I mean, I know I that mean, they say it's canon they, they have like, you know, duplicate. I'm sorry, there's duplicate also organs. Ah, uh, yes, but they like, do have duplicate internal organs. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we never really got the full confirmation. Um, all I know is I saw a comic that had Worf at a urinal peeing into two urinals, and then Odo walks up and says, amateur, and pees into eight urinals at once next to him. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was pretty cool. So mm. just saying, um, yeah. Mm. Gotta leave yeah. a uh, urinal space. Come on, guys. Not, they looked pretty. They looked pretty cozy. In fact, they were not. They were not leaving the space. They were not too worried about. I guess when you have multiple, you're like, whatever. You know, I'm already surrounded by a couple of yeah. these. Um, <laughs> Michael Henley, how are you doing? Any urinal experiences uh, there in, uh, on your on your business trip? <laughs> uh, no, I um, I wish question mark. Uh, no, things have been uh, pretty calm. Um, I'm still a little bit uh, jet lagged because of that one hour time difference. Um, but uh, it's true because I almost missed this uh, this meeting. Um, uh, this is my whole bit about airport prices, like $8 for a bottle of water. What is, what is this? No, uh, things are great. Uh, yeah, things, things are good. Uh, like, uh, Chris, like you said, I'm on a business trip all week in Dallas. So if you, uh, take critiques about, uh, you know, if you, any of your critiques about the acoustics, you know, and whatnot, basically back off, I'm doing the best I can. Okay. Sorry. You heard your first like uh, gentle oh. listeners. Mike, has, Michael has told you to back off if about if you come yeah. in for, back off you've come in for his audio this is jet lag michael which is a lot different than our regular everyday michael yeah. that we're used yeah, yeah. to yeah he's just yeah, slightly slightly less accommodating but still very nice yeah. and very accommodating yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a little bit more confidence that he has today i like he that has. Mm. 
I like that. This might, this, yeah, anyway. Well, okay. Well, Mike Marbach, you're here. So how are you doing? We're so happy to have you. What's going on with you? Uh, I'm doing all right. Uh, I, well, not to be a Debbie Downer. Womp, womp. Do it. Uh, mm-hmm. I was diagnosed with tennis elbow. Do oh, I nice. have I ever? No. Oh, no. <laughs> I got tennis elbow today. Uh, I got the diagnosis today. Uh, so that's, that's, I'm dealing with that. Uh, is that tomorrow. like bursitis? Is that like bursitis? I'm What's not sure bursitis? What bursitis? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. What's okay. uh, Sorry I think it's related that. to Burl Ives. Um, Burl Ives, I, yeah, we, I have that as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, uh, hello. That's my Burl Ives. Um, tomorrow, I'm checking out a space for classes. Uh, for those that don't know, which is probably everybody that's listening. Uh, mm. I am not in Philadelphia with the rest of the crew. I am oh, right. in Indianapolis, uh, and I'm going to be checking out a space for classes here in Indianapolis for Crossroads classes here in Indianapolis. Wow, that's exciting! Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Cool. So you're well, going to have the, you're offering adventures in both cities. That's really cool. Yeah, we'll we'll be doing. Uh, we'll be, uh, that's the the idea. We'll see. Uh, there's not much going on out here in Indy. There's a couple different places, uh, but we'll see. We'll see what we can do. You know, we're brand new, uh, but well, I'm out here. Why not? Well, very cool. Well, we'll we, you know, we've got um, we'll we'll, we'll keep up, we'll keep mentioning it as things happen, and we'll keep our listeners abreast if anybody's out there in Indianapolis and you're yes. looking for improv or, or shows and things like that. We'll uh, we'll let you know when that's that's happening. Yeah, um, sure. but that's really cool. I hope yeah. also for the tennis elbow, they also gave you I don't know some ways to make it better because can they give you know you- the the first option that they gave me was changing jobs. <laughs> Really, it really was. It really was. Didn't you like just get this job too? They're like, can you? I did. Yeah, I did. Uh, I have the crossroads, but I don't. I don't take money from the crossroads. Uh, Doesn't make much. Uh, (laughs) But I do have this job, um, Mm -hmm. and it gets me out of the house. Uh, It's working in retail, something that I worked with in a long for a long time. But it's all stocking, which is where. I guess the tennis elbow sure. uh, made its uh, appearance, um, but yeah, I Jeez. did just get it. So it's been like two months, and you know, already my body's like, "Why are you doing this? Can we go back to just binge watching shit like we did for the last three years?" Yeah, that was yeah. fun. My body has been having a similar sort of like, "Hey, I also have like a marquee birthday coming up," so my body's like reminding me of that in ways I wasn't expecting it to. Like for the past month, I was like, am I having a heart attack? Like every time I exercised, which was not a fun feeling. Yeah. And I went to the doctor and they were like, your blood pressure is high. We can look at that. And then basically I ended up going to the cardiologist and having a stress test, which is like, oh, just if you want to have a lot of fun and not feel humiliated at all, have a stress mm. test at the cardiologist where the young cardiologist mm. is wearing their very nice clothes and you're just taking <laughs> your, your top off, yeah. um, struggling on yeah. a treadmill, uh, uh, really trying to make it happen. Yeah, um, I will say I got to the highest setting. They said my heart looked fine, which is all oh, great good. news. Hey, all, right. all good news. But um, also, uh, I still have the thing that I went there for, and they're like, we don't know. And I'm like, cool. Well, I guess <laughs> I'll keep having this. Oh. I had the always. same exact experience. Yeah, <laughs> that's always fun when you go to your physician. You're just like, I know you're going to figure out what's wrong with me. They're like, oh. no, they don't. No. Say that, you know, given yeah, no. it's it yeah. is what it is, but. I had the uh, same exact experience, but to tie this back to uh, Star Trek, um, yeah. oh, good. I good, had good. this experience today where, yeah, you, have you tried changing jobs uh, or can you can you change your job? Um, you can use a, 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 a elbow brace or you can just do some topical ointments. And I, I, I was reminded of uh, the voyage home when uh-huh. uh, Doc McCoy uh, Bones is in going through right. the hospital and he runs it's across so that good. old woman and he's like dialysis what is this a spanish inquisition or whatever the hell he says what, like, what's happening next leeches yeah exactly drill a hole in his head why don't you yeah that's all we got for for tennis elbow yeah it's always that and change changing job. your job <laughs> come on oh that is come frustrating on. i went to the allergist once and they were like you know some people just move to florida <laughs> Oh, real helpful. <laughs> yeah, helpful. Especially like yeah. what 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 a thing to suggest, especially right now. Like I don't think any of us yeah. are really looking yeah. to move to Florida. At I was the about to say that's like <laughs> worst worsening advice from day to day. Unfortunately, yeah. that was yeah. years yeah. ago. Uh, that was years ago, but still. Sure, sure. Apologies to our Florida down there. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. Mm. 
Our Don't worry, our, our opinions are our own, and they're also yes. correct. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, the opinions of Crossroads Comedy. Theater, also, the, yeah, that the, 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 that's right. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of, I, I meant to talk to you guys about this guy Q, who runs this Anon thing. I think we really should talk more. I, I really believe. Oh, yeah. Q? Oh, I know Q. Q's a good friend of mine. <laughs> Just yeah. kidding. What we should talk Don about, Delancey. though, what we should to talk about, though, is Star Trek, which is why we're here. So I'm going to talk about uh, the first episode we're going to talk about today, which is uh, uh, episode nine from this uh, ser- from the last series of Picard, Vox, but it's also Vox with like a tilde over it. So uh, maybe it's Vox. I'm not really sure. <laughs> oh, first the Trek oh, in the I news, the tilde. Like a Trek in the news, Trek in the news, Trek in the news, just a real quick Trek in the news, more of like a more of like a a, a bullet point. They, uh, Star Trek Section 31 is coming as a movie. Not yeah. As everybody yeah. So Michelle Yeoh, Oscar winner, Michelle Yeoh. Oscar winner, yeah. Mm-hmm. They found the right yes. number of dollars that got her to make a movie. They found the correct like amount that. of dollars. You know, I feel, like, the, uh, I feel like she would do that anyway. I think you might. Uh, you know, she, she probably yeah. was like, you know what? Not 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 like keep the money, but it's like yeah. it's, it's probably not a, a numbers game. Yeah, with, uh, I, yeah. I like to think that Star Trek is a passion project for her. Mm-hmm. Passion project yeah. that's going to buy a number of homes. And mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> no, I, I I see what you're saying. You know, I think I I think so too. I'm sure she she likes doing it, and it's also a cool role for her. I don't think she gets to play these this type of like character. It's so fascinating, you know. She's got and, such and, a yeah. an amazing career because it seems like, yeah. uh, like Karen just said, passion project. Uh, it's it seems like every role is like, oh, that's a passion project. Oh, that's mm. a passion project. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, a passion. She's project. not. Mm-hmm. I imagine we we don't hear about like the shit yeah. stuff she does. Like if she's like a TV. Like if she was untouched by an angel one time and she was like, I really hated that. <laughs> Hillary was Where really mean to me that whole time. She was on an episode of Quantum Leap in 1987. <laughs> The thing is, they all have to keep yeah. working when we when they go out of like out of we don't see them for a while. They have to keep paying their bills. So a lot of these people have sure. some really you know interesting. Um, She's doing coffee commercials in Japan. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I do and, it. And and plenty of stories about people they love to work with and people they did not like to work with. Yeah, I'm sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scott Bakula stole the wheels off my car. This feels like really mean. <laughs> More like Scott Bakula stole the heart out of my chest. What an angel! Well, this is this Bakula. is. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and now we're been back anybody... to Star Trek again. We're brilliant. I know. Sorry, there's been brilliant. any, like, account Bacula, uh, Bacula. Bacula sketch or something that's been done. Yeah, that would be Anywho. good. Or a good drag king name, I think. A vampire, Scott Bacula, who only references all his TV stuff. I bet that'd be, I knew that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we can start a Quantum Leap podcast on. Uh... Oh, <laughs> uh, I would be there. I would be there and do that. Yep. And I will listen intermittently. No, I. I... <laughs> oh boy. Jumping, well, jumping in and out. You know, jumping in and out nonlinearly is actually true to the spirit of quantum leap. So I think you're fine. That's true. Well, true. we're going to quantum leap to a description of season three, episode nine of Picard. Uh, uh, Vox. Um, okay. So these are these are the these are the Wikipedia descriptions. So they're a little clinical, mm-hmm. but I kind of like that because it's better than okay. the one I used to use. Which which you guys often found um, issue with. You were like, I don't I think that's a conclusion I wouldn't have drawn. <laughs> from Chat GPT. Yeah, GPT. I'll see. Can you do? Oh a, my god. Yeah. They'll rewrite to have better better story, plot lines. So I'll forget Chat GPT. Yeah. Um. So Troy realizes Jack is connected to the Borg after going through the red door, uh, and it's the source of all the voices that he hears. Uh, horrified by this realization, Jack flees the Titan and confronts the Borg but ends up being captured and assimilated by the Borg queen. Uh, don't, don't throw your computer across the room, Carrie. I know you're, you're very pleased to see the Borg queen again. Uh, as the Titan races to the Starfleet anniversary celebrations above Earth, Frontier Day, Data, Geordi, and Beverly discover that the rogue changeling stole Picard's corpse in order to harvest the parietal lobe and copy his Borg-altered DNA, which was then planted in the transporter systems of all Starfleet ships, infecting any Starfleet personnel whose parietal lobes are still developing until age 25 in humans. Uh, Picard informs Fleet Admiral Shelby, oh my god, of the developments, but it is too late as the Borg used Jack to trigger the entire fleet's assimilation, including Geordi's daughters, and kill Shelby. 
Seven remains immune to the assimilation signal. Shaw sacrifices himself to defend the Titan from the Borg and hands over command to Seven, who remains behind with Raffi. Geordi leads the crew via shuttle to the Starfleet Museum, where he reveals that he secretly rebuilt the Enterprise-D after its destruction. It is now the only operable starship without Borg-designed swarm intelligence enhancements. Uh, the Enterprise's old crew press her back into service to save the Federation from the Borg one more time. And that mm. is Vox. Vox. Um, and now, Carrie, I know you had some pretty mm. strong I feelings strong about this. I strong opinions about this, but I don't think I'm yeah. the only one. Well, I don't um, feel alone. Okay. I don't no. feel alone. I don't think you are, but I will say, I think, well, I definitely want you to voice them first, but also like- vox. I want to vox them. I want to vox my opinions. <laughs> you should vox your opinions. Yes, please. Some, mm-hmm. some of it for me was mitigated by episode 10, which we're not going to talk about just yet. Uh, so Carrie, please go ahead. Uh, okay. Let me tell you, first of all, I don't know where to start. I ha- The Borg. Okay, let's start with the Borg. Uh, Borg. How many times have we beat the Borg? Okay. <laughs> I at least seven or let's eight. Ignore. Okay, let's ignore. Okay, let's ignore season one Picard. Let's ignore season two Picard. Okay, let's just pretend they didn't exist for a second and they did this mm. episode. The mm. Borg again. Okay, can a what? Like we're over. Like I, as soon as they said it was the Borg, I was like, I'm. I don't have any investment in this because we beat them several times before, and we spent. The whole season one, we were talking about like the uh, the board wreckage. We were rehabilitating people. Season two, we had the board queen in season two. We beat her again. Okay, so why the third season are we still beating the Borg? And well, Janeway I, I will... beat the Borg. Janeway beat the Borg. They well, that's the the, Borg. I think I think Janeway. that's the Borg we're seeing. The Janeway Borg is the Borg that we see, but the Borg from season two of Picard. I think it's in another like okay. multiple timeline board. Tell yep. me that. Yeah. You can tell me that, but you're wrong because oh, okay. here <laughs> is you can say you can say that all you want, but you would be wrong because all right. okay, Noted. all right. So Q, okay, I get if it's a timeline. Okay, another timeline. Q went yeah. back. He changed one thing, and he altered the future. Mm-hmm. So they went to the future. They found the Borg were destroyed again. So another time where we completely beat the Borg and we just had one Borg queen left and we were going to do a symbolic killing of this Borg queen. She was in a drawer. Agnes Gerardi met she him. She was in Agnes a drawer. Girardi, <laughs> she was. She was like in some weird drawer thing and she they opened her up and there she is. <laughs> And uh, Agnes, just me in the paprika. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not kidding. There she was. And... Um, that wonderful actress even passed away. So why did she, what did we do? Like, why did you waste her time like that at the end of this woman's life? Anyway, wow. continuing mm-hmm. on, I'm mad, mad about it. I oh. am mad. I told you I was mad. You did And I am it. mad because it feels like, why did you waste all of our time with season one, season two, you threw it all away. You scrapped it. You pretend it didn't even happen. You didn't even really acknowledge it. So say it was a separate timeline that they went to the past. They cleaned that all up. At the very last episode of Picard, they came back to our regular timeline. They were like back. It was all fixed up. We're on this current timeline. Mm-hmm. Agnes Agnes Borg Queen hops on over, saves the day. You can't just hop timelines. Do you see what I'm saying? I mean, you can't just be like, I'm the timeline from this Borg, this era, and I'm mm-hmm. saving you for on this timeline. Timelines are different <laughs> than uh, mirror universes. They're not the same thing. Are they? Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, yes, you're right. So the timeline that we are on now is the same timeline when Agnes Borg came and saved us in the last season. That's the same exact timeline that we're in. Did she save them before Q snapped things back as they're supposed to be or after? <clears throat> or, or Yeah. I think it was after. Was it after? I think it was, yeah, because they're all back on the bridge. You know, they're all like back the, on uh, the bridge. The, well, regardless, uh, it's, the same, it's the same timeline. Hmm. It's the same timeline. But anyway, even if that didn't all happen, I like 
I've lost you've I've you've lost me I'm like you completely like if this season nine season like the whole episode of season 10 I was like I didn't give a shit because I'm like why does any of this matter you just threw everything away that you said mattered and now we're doing this and none of that made any sense with um his son going to the Borg for mm-hmm. what reason because he had some sort of temper tantrum or something and he got upset and he went to the Borg that didn't make any sense so uh whatever guys continue on but it doesn't make any difference <laughs> um did anyone else have similarly strong feelings or uh... I, I feel like I feel like we salted the earth where no other conversation can grow I mean Carrie's <laughs> pretty comprehensive there um no I mean I, I that's what I, I do I'm a conversation stop no, 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 like just... are these people having an engaged conversation let me come in and make it awkward for them Done. because I agree with you in that I think the impact is dulled by the fact that we've seen them so recently, both season one and season two. I feel like this would probably work better if we hadn't seen them, you know, at least one of both of those times. Um, I also think that, you know, for me, my complaint is so, and again, we'll talk about it when we get to episode 10, but like, I felt like there are lines in episode 10 that kind of helped orient me in terms of like, okay, like we're definitely like Agnes is its own splinter thing, basically. And at this point, I can even buy that there are, you know, aspects of Borg just kind of strewn about everywhere. They're all kind of, you know, cast to the wind. You know, there's the Agnes pocket and then there's the whatever, basically. So I ultimately, I'm not bothered by that too much. Um, I will say that I feel like as a resolution to Jack's mystery of what's behind the red door, I was kind of disappointed in it because it just felt so like, ah, the Borg. And it's like, oh, okay, you know, like, yeah. 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 Um, so I, I wasn't so, dramatically. Why did she run away? Like so. Right. Why was it a red door? Why was it a you know um um, uh you know? But getting over that, and we'll get to it when we get to episode ten. So I I, I was kind of iffy on this episode nine, except for some key moments. I'm sure we'll gush about. But episode ten, well, we'll talk about episode ten. But you know, I felt like really really tied the whole season together. So um. Uh, my ultimate take that we can, you know, expand upon as we kind of progress here is that um, I agree that this plot kind of doesn't make sense. And I also don't care at all, actually. <laughs> I kind of don't like at all. Um, because the character moments are so good here and it left yeah. me such a good feeling. I'm fine with it. And it just feels like the plot mm. was just a device to get to get us there. And I'm cool with that. So mm. um that's 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 where I'm coming from. Well, one yeah. thing I'll point out, I did find um, uh, uh, an interview with Terry Metalis from February, where people were like, "What will we see the you know the Girardi Borg again, or or, or hear from them?" And he re- he responded, "The Girardi Collective does not play a part in, in this season, and the real Borg, I imagine, are still licking their wounds from the Star Trek Voyager finale in the Delta Quadrant." He so said the real really Borg. Two separate, like two separate beehives, and that's I think how he figured uh, this the 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 logic of this. And in that way, I can see that that does make sense to me. Mm -hmm. If she's at their own separate, newly evolved, weird thing, okay. Well, riddle me this: they have a new thing, and then they have a Borg threat. They completely ignored the new thing because the collective is extremely powerful. So if the collective, but not trying to not trying to hurt them, not trying to hurt them, but the the collective collective came in. That's what I'm saying. So we're talking about the collective of the Borg. They saved them previously. They're super powerful. Why were they just completely ignored like they didn't even exist? Why wouldn't they save them again? Okay, hold on. Uh, you know I've got I've got Terry Metalis is coming right in. So okay, so <laughs> Carrie, go ahead. We got we got Terry Metalis for you. You can directly ask him that question. Terry M. Metalis. <laughs> Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Um, uh, Mike Marbach, I, would, I, I just want to chance. Yeah, to Mike, Mike yeah. yeah. I just want to jump in and say I don't care. <laughs> I don't like I'm in I'm in like the way Michael built up to that, but I don't care. Like I started there. Like that's yeah. I loved mm-hmm. everything they did this season, mm-hmm. even like even the stuff where I knew they're like, okay, you're you're doing that for fans. Like mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, uh, cameo at the at the end with um, 
uh, John Delancey, okay, I see what you're doing there. You're saying that I don't care. Uh, you're ignoring uh, Agnes. I don't care. Like it was everything. This they wanted to make this a self-contained uh, as much as they can uh, yeah. legacy sequel uh, or legacy sequel. Uh, and I think they did that really, really well. Uh, the cheesiness and the over over the toppedness of things mm-hmm. I think were earned. Um, and if they weren't, I don't care. Like I, lo- <laughs> <laughs> I just loved like Michael was saying I, uh, the character moments. The like Jordy is saying like, oh yeah, I pieced this together like it's in his garage. Uh, over yeah. the last 20 years what are you doing what is your job <laughs> like it, i love the humor from wharf by the way there are some things that oh I really yeah those were yeah. oh, great yeah the wharf's lines were really good the, the idea like- that there is a um the the code the genetic code which is the program inside mm. of the carcass of a uh, the Picarcus, uh, if you yeah. will. <laughs> Why did we never use that? Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. That's really good. Uh, so I, and yeah, it's yeah, in his. Yeah. In, it's passed on to to his son, uh, and uh, yeah, I. It was all just like so ridiculous, but I loved every second of it. Uh, but yeah, I, I have questions. Yeah, where's Agnes? Where's Wesley? Where's uh, yeah. Uh, yeah? Like, what is Jordy's yeah. job that he can put together a whole fucking ship, apparently single handedly? Uh, yeah, yeah, lots of questions. It's still I can't explain how he had the capacity for it, but I do also feel like reconstructing a starship that that, that just makes me go like that's totally a thing that Jordy would do, you know, like mm-hmm. you know, like this is just like five steps up from when he was like making ships in bottles and stuff, you know, like really? the, the, we saw next gen. So it's just like uh, I can't explain how he has all the time in the world to do it, but uh, and he did this us? over twenty years, so you know he missed yeah. uh, all the firsts for both oh. his daughters. That's why they had to get into federations they could be next to him as he worked on these ships. They're like, that's (laughs) how we'll get dad's attention. And and now he will never have to apologize because he can just be like, oh, by the way, that ship that I, you know, I Mm missed every every birthday party, every, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever game. I we saved the world. So I guess it was worth it. Again. Let me Mm -hmm. me say something positive. I agree with whatever you're all saying, because if but if I didn't if I hadn't watched any other Star Trek and I had just watched this, I would think this was amazing. Like I, I would be so into it. And I think because I just get so invested in the canon of the whole Star Trek sure. mm-hmm. and I just sure. sort of get really into the story when they do something that negates something for me, then I get yeah, like, why did you do that to me? I, I think like, mm-hmm. I take it personally. I, for, for me personally, and I'm not saying there's a right way, wrong way to do this. For me personally, I feel like I'm just filing this away in like the memory hole of like like Star Trek is this expansive things that lasted so long, where it always contradicts each you know itself like all the time. Mm-hmm. Now it's it's rare to see it contradict itself kind of within the space of two seasons, but you know, um, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the the definite real world reason is because they had showrunners, different showrunners take over, um, which is why this season of Picard definitely feels kind of divorced from seasons one and two to a certain uh, extent. But also it's one of those things that just like, I feel like, you know, it's just one of those things you just go down the rabbit hole of like, well, why does Pike's Enterprise, you know, look different from the original Captain Kirk Enterprise? And like the real answer is cause like, well, it's the sixties versus 2020s, you know, like what can you do? You know, like, so, so, you know, and I'm not saying you're wrong, Carrie, cause these yeah. are different types of contradictions. I'm not I saying they're think, the exact same thing. I it's think just, I that's would have been a lot eat better with it if they just sort of recognized it in some way even if there was a few throwaway lines I think I would have been you know better about it if they just sort of made it like even with the difference in ships like you were mentioning before at least Mm -hmm. they have like a line or two saying wow your ship is a lot different than our ship we don't like you know just some Mm stupid just some stupid joke like that I think it would have been better for me because I feel like I, I feel like they threw in a couple lines there, especially in episode ten, where they kind of they definitely imply that this is a crippled collective. You know, this is you know like this is the remnants of what Janeway fought. Basically, they're kind of on their last legs. Yeah. they might not even be aware of the Agnes, you know, splinter like over there, basically. Or if they are, like it's very very. By distant. the way, they're they really mentioned powerful. Admiral Janeway so many times. Sure, <laughs> and like, not a, not a single 
not a not, not a single view. Yeah. Not even like a phone call. Not even like a Zoom chat with with uh, Jane. Not Lane. even the Catherine Hepburn sounding voice over over an yeah. intercom. Yeah. It's a it's a shame. It's a lost opportunity. Another, I another thing I really liked is when they went onto the Enterprise D, and I was sitting there, and I oh said, yeah, and I was like. I said, there better be carpet. And then as soon as I said that, uh, Jean-Luc Picard said, I'm so, I missed, I really missed the, the carpet. carpet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't, I also just love Worf's like, well, the Enterprise E had extra phasers. And I was like, I was like, yeah, this is, this is my man. Uh, I, love that. Uh, <laughs> I also love that they made it appear uh, as it was in the next generation and not as it appeared in generations. Yes. Uh, Oh, Which also yeah, makes it right. fun when uh, Riker says, "Is it? Am I bigger or is it smaller in here?" Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or even or even Nemesis. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't bring back the yeah. E. They brought back the D, and they really, they really. Yeah, it's it's. It was special. That made me cry. I watched it twice. Mm -hmm. That first time when it, when it first aired, I watched it once by myself, and then once with my friend Lawrence. And and when they, when they like got there, I did. I didn't. I cried. I'm sorry. I lo I love that damn mm. living room looking. You know, Ford. Yeah. Um, I love that ship. <laughs> It's yeah, really it looks cool. like it looks like it was, one of the, like a yeah. car your grandma had, you know. Yeah, that's what we were saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was it's, like it it's reminded me the living me of room like, I grew up in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like my parents, Pontiac Bonneville in the nineties. Absolutely. That's what oh it yeah. Looks mm -hmm. like. mm -hmm. Yeah, a, a leather back seat you could literally nap. Two children could nap upon because it's so huge yeah. and so comfortable. Yeah. yeah. I was reading a lot of articles with like the set designers and whatnot because what they had to do was they 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 couldn't follow it exactly like the original. But instead, they kind of had to enhance it. Like they had to provide little bits of texture that weren't there in the '80s when everyone was watching it on a tiny TV. And the reason it looks so weird in Generations is because they filmed it right after the TV show. And all of a sudden, right when they're about to start shooting, they're just like, oh, shit, like this is going to look terrible on a big screen because right. it was never designed to be on a big screen. So we got to play with the lighting like crazy. And here they finally got this opportunity to choose like, OK, let's make it look like it was, but also redesign it from the ground up. What would we do, basically? And I thought they did a great job. I like the lighting. I like the lighting choice they did, too, because it was it did have that uh, next generation feel to it, but it wasn't completely. It's still it's still no. like a sort of a darkened filter on it so that it blended good with the, the rest of this well and they were also uh, not trying to job. do blaring like overhead fluorescent lighting on a six seven year old olds. people yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no i agree it's yeah, you don't want lighting. that lighting. You don't want that lighting. You I did nice appreciate filter. all like Marina Sirtis and like everyone being like, we're all old. Look at all the wrinkles. Like just many references <laughs> yeah, to how so the age yeah. were very funny to mm -hmm. me. Yeah. And then also I I'm sorry, I just think it's hilarious that it's like essentially Who's the enemy? It's Gen Z. And I think we can yeah. all agree to this. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I like that choice too, that only the young people were affected. The, I the Gen like Z with their technology and whatnot. And I don't know how these these I don't know how these things work. Mm. It's like yeah. that uh, sound that only teenagers can hear. Oh yeah. I've done that yeah. to my nephews. Basically what it is. You can do the thing on your phone mm -hmm. where you were basically like, and you, you can do it to dogs as well, where basically like it's yeah. very high pitches that <laughs> like once you're dogs. past a certain age, you can't hear it as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, some yeah, of yeah, that yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a real classic sci-fi thing is um, making the youth have been turned. The youth yeah. have been turned. And mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think that's really cool. There's a lot of yeah. stuff that I thought was really cool. What was making me angry was this, in relation to the, the whole universe all. yeah yeah so well i think we've noted I, we've noted your uh your uh, displeasure I'm, i mean <laughs> i'm gonna keep saying it because i that's all i that's what Good. I'm okay keep i'm saying gonna it. keep okay. saying it. i'm gonna all right saying. i was Water. uh go ahead Mike. i was sad to see shaw go yeah i was too uh he finally Shaw's, grew yeah. on me oh he finally yeah. okay you, you, you took him oh it, it took you a while to kind of warm up to him Pretty much, yeah. Pretty okay. much to, uh, okay. up until death. <laughs> up until I see. death, and then you like it. It's actually his like, death that I really like, was like. Oh. No, what? I think he, I like this guy. Yeah. Oh no, they killed him. That's fine. Oh, he's dead. I shouldn't have liked him. It's my fault. I killed him with yeah. my liking. I thought he, um, I thought he was well performed. He has a very strong fan base on the internet. I'm discovering actually, like people love Shaw. Um, yeah, I I'm sad so. they killed him too. I would have loved to see him. And maybe Star Trek yeah. will find a way to bring him back to life. Well, Star Trek I mean, has never really brought a character back from the from death before. I don't know. Be Except for of, data, like, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And, yeah. and, and, and Spock. 
and and Q in this very episode. And, yeah, right. Uh, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Well, speaking I'm, of, should I should I describe? Should we talk about Joe. this next episode so sure, we can yeah, yeah. sort of have the mm, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the full the entirety of what we're speaking of? So yes, this is the, what happens in the final episode of the same series. Picard and the Enterprise crew find a Borg cube hiding in the clouds of Jupiter. Uh, Seven liberates the Titan from the assimilated crew and engages the fleet. Worf and Riker infiltrate the cube while Picard plugs into the hive mind to rescue Jack from the Queen's influence. The Queen reveals that after Catherine Janeway's pathogen attack decimated the Borg, the remnants of the Collective struck a deal with the rogue changelings to destroy Starfleet from the inside. She also reveals her intent to use the newly assimilated Starfleet youth to breed a new generation of Borg that will annihilate all other life. The assimilated fleet disables the Titan, destroys Earth's planetary shield, and starts targeting major cities. You guys know this is my favorite part, the targeting the yeah, major yeah, cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Target lock. I'll talk about it. We got a shout out. We got a <laughs> we shout, got out. shout out. We were like, I was like, oh yeah, they've been listening to the Prime I was in disbelief. I was in disbelief. I literally rewound it, rewound it like four different times. I was like, <laughs> they didn't say Philadelphia. They yeah, did, they mean, did say Philadelphia. <laughs> this is our first canon proof that Philadelphia survives into the Star Trek timeline after well, with the nuclear war. Who can say? I'm what I've been saying it. to my friends is proof that we sur- not only do we survive this third world war, but we've like been preparing for it. Like Philly is clearly ready for this. Sure. Like whatever's going to oh, happen, oh. we're going to survive <laughs> and thrive. And uh, yeah, um, and it was between San Francisco it- and, and Philadelphia for the base of Starfleet. I would I would guess. You know, I, mm-hmm. I took it as a message that the prime subjective has been welcomed into the Star Trek. Yeah, universe. Terry Metalis and- listens. He loves us, and, and uh, we yeah. are now we are also now canon. We are again. <laughs> well, he did have to turn us off with the when we started uh, doing the Borg opinions, but uh, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This okay. episode may turn the tide on. Him, <laughs> no, no. Did you finish? Wait, I think we interrupted. You. I didn't like, finish it because we. Got, no, no, I'm no, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But because we got got stuck on target lock, Philadelphia. Um, <laughs> the Enterprise locates the beacon broadcasting Jack's command signal and destroys it, <clears throat> causing a chain reaction, while Picard succeeds in freeing Jack from the Queen. The Enterprise beams up Worf, Riker, and Worf, Riker, Picard, and Jack, and escapes the exploding cube. Um, this uh, I will go back to the things this thing is leaving out because I think we all know what I'm what I'm missing here. Uh, with the Borg destroyed once and for all, the assimilated Starfleet personnel return to normal. The Enterprise's return to the Fleet Museum. Crusher devises treatments to remove the Borg DNA and transporter modifications to expose the remaining changeling infiltrators. And one year later, the crew reminisce over drinks in a game of poker having been pardoned for their actions. On Shaw's posthumous recommendation, Tuvok promotes Seven to Captain of the Titan, rechristened the USS Enterprise-G with Rafi as her first officer and Jack now a Starfleet ensign as the captain's special counselor. Jack receives a visit from Q who says Jack's trial has just begun. Um, The things that this is missing for me is referencing that they found, um, that they were able to find them because because Riker was, uh, you know, th- saying goodbye to Imzadi, and she's like, "I can find them," and she used my senses to find them. Which mm-hmm. I was like, "Thank you for giving her trust me." Finally, letting her use her goddamn yes. powers for what they're good for. I love that part. I love that part where it's like, "Yay, D!" Let, so great. Let, let, that everybody played an important role. Absolutely, mm-hmm. they all like, shown. Had like a yeah. 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 Yeah, and Crusher just like like bombing the shit out of the board cube, and be like, "A oh, lot's happened in twenty years." I just yeah, that was really like, good. <laughs> I know how this to is, do that. Yeah, this is this. Yeah, this is this is what I mean because like you know like I I saw some criticism of the episode, which I totally understand that it was a very Bing Bang Boom kind of finale. Basically, it's very like action packed mm-hmm. whatnot. And I don't necessarily disagree with that, but what made it work so well for me is like it's the writing remembers who all these characters are and what they can contribute, not in like a like cheap superpower kind of way, but more in a, like a no, this is, you know, like this is this is what happens in this setting with these characters, especially when they know each other so well. And it and it keeps them all alive during all the different scenes that are happening, like the Riker and Wharf stuff, the 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 Deanna moment, basically, that data at the con, like all that stuff. Um, and that's why I love it. I just love it. You know I'm what with they, you, just Michael? Use, yeah, you say it. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you, Michael, on all of that. Um, I think that uh, they also took into account how these characters have grown and changed, not yeah. just from the next generation, but through their movies and through this particular season or seasons. The major, the only major issue I have, uh, like I, I don't care about uh, uh, Agnes or the cameos or Wesley or, or um, Jack 
he's now in Starfleet. <laughs> you know, he he was just like put everybody at risk, and now here he is. But whatever, well, he probably killed um, like a full generation of actual yeah. Starfleet officers. But, you know, um, <laughs> my my main issue is I didn't buy the connection between Jack and Picard. I didn't I think that, that they showed yeah. nearly enough for mm-hmm. me to believe that Picard really you changed me. Like you know, wow. yeah, yeah, you've known him for like yeah. a couple weeks. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it could have been a more of a honest. Yeah. like I'm like I'm. I really want to get to know you. I give me one episode road to, trip. Yeah, with yep. two yeah. of them or something. Yeah. But also, that's, as, that's, as we as we've proven with this with this um podcast many times and said many times, all of it's not real because Picard's a synth body and souls can't transfer. So we've just been watching a robot go through the motions. Essentially, <laughs> that's what I mean, yeah. that's what and, I mean. Uh, he should he should he should keep doing the thing where basically whenever try and someone tries to nail one his past, it's like, oh, that wasn't me. I'm a robot. I'm a robot. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah um, I just. I wanted yeah. one episode where they were off on their own and really fun. Yeah. Not just or over that's a talk. At least like a, a, a montage of uh, <laughs> yeah. a, a road Well, they need epi- an, episode sim- <laughs> <laughs> an episode similar to the one that he had with Wesley, you know, right just before Wesley went off to, I guess, Starfleet Academy where, where yeah. Picard gets hurt and Wesley has to sort of like yep. keep him alive. And I, I mean, that was yeah. a really a good send off, you know, and mm-hmm. they, they don't quite, have that same connection mm-hmm. and i was thinking that too is like this i felt i felt badly for ed spoliers because it's quite a task right you've come in with all these people with established mm-hmm. characters and connections and you have all these like big big yelling scenes with patrick stewart that like it's hard to draw because because the writing is like you know um it's great for what we want it to be but maybe not easy for someone coming in new to this you know scenario so mm-hmm. I, I, do, I did feel for him in that way um, and then someone on Instagram posted um, a bunch of videos of him in another movie where he's walking around in boxer briefs, and I forgot all about it. And I was like, hey, 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 you. you're wonderful. Oh, there, there, was, there was something I wanted to say, though, about what you guys were just talking about, the characters. Um, the actors also have lived with these characters for yeah. this many years. Mm. So the actors are different. So they have more of a of an ownership of them. They've been mm-hmm. talking about them at, you know, convention after sure. convention after convention. They they're like, I don't think my character would do this. So they have yeah. more of a they yeah. have more power to say that than they did perhaps. Um yeah, and they're 30 years ago. The characters, when those characters would do things mm-hmm. that the the other characters see would see as out of character, they yeah. highlighted those mm-hmm. moments when Worf would make yeah. uh, jokes or say something yeah. or ask for prune juice. Oh, or, my um, favorite bit is Worf falling asleep at the end. Oh, that was asleep. my favorite bit. <laughs> uh, I love Beverly so much. being a badass. Uh, yeah. 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 Whoa. yeah. 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 A lot's changed. A lot's changed. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do like the idea of Worf falling asleep, but also maybe still mortally wounded. Like he's like a. Yeah. A pretty <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I'm just, I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, And Data 20.0. I like this data a lot. It was was good data. Me too, yeah. Yeah. I I, I was thinking about this a lot too, because like the, you know, so this show, like, you know, no matter what you're a fan of, there are a lot of things out there right now that are very much like, let's bring these characters back and do it again. Whether it's like, um, you know, like there, there's so many examples out there, you know, like whether it's Star Wars or whether it's, you know, the X-Files they did a couple of years ago, all that kind of thing. Or like and fascism. Like not, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. No, that, 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 that's a big one. Had a, had a huge fan club, kind of died down for several, yeah, but I mean, it's, it's, coming it, back. Yeah. it's back in a big way, guys. Um, no, but I, one of the things I thought was, and not all of them have been unsuccessful, I'm not painting it that way, but I think what separates the really successful ones from the not so successful ones is, so one, Picard, you know, comes from a place of we're putting a button on these characters, like this is it, you know, like we're not trying to bring them back indefinitely, as in let's bring them back for, I you don't know, know. Picard's going to do something like we just said goodbye to them, they'll be like, just kidding, we've got a whole new series. I don't know. That's how I mean, they do. I think. I think if they do a series, it's going to be one. They tell me it's going to be one following um, Seven of Nine as captain of the Enterprise Titan, mm. and what I think what we'll get at most is cameos from these folks. Yeah. As much as Beverly, yeah. as much as Gates McFadden is talking a big game about wanting another series, I bet the most she really wants to do is be like, I'll do three episodes a season. I'll yeah. show sure. in, and then I'll be, I'll say hi, son. I'll collect my check. 
I'll be. I mean, I would. I would. That's a dream. That sounds awesome. Jack to me. will be Absolutely. in a uh, in a, yeah. a romantic partnership, and we have a meet the parents episode. Yeah, uh, and they just uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, Picard and LaForge <laughs> together. But they can't get they I, can't yeah. get Picard, the at this point they can't get Patrick Stewart to come back. So it's still just Gates being like, "Well, you know your father. He's off on another adventure or something like mm-hmm. that." And then that mm-hmm. spurns another. Spin-off they completely oh, also. You know what? He said goodbye to his girlfriend Laris at the beginning, and like yeah. they never mentioned her, never like called her. No, it's true. Yeah, nothing about Sorry, her girl. ever again. No, Sorry, you know. Girl. Who I was missing though, and I kept waiting for it to pop up, Comb. Oh yeah. Oh, Colin. Yeah. Colum. Yeah. Colum. It would have been nice. It would have been nice to, to been see. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. the best, the one who saved the universe. I feel like he should have came in and done that. <laughs> well, Another he, thing I really like. Yeah, you yeah, considering. I was. I was just gonna say, did he? Was he now more considered uh, Deep yes, Space I, Nine? Yeah, I would say. Morph too. I guess. Yeah, Worf too. Although, I mean, Colin was on DS9 from the beginning, so I guess maybe yeah. he's got he's more got the DS9. And Worf has that now. jump aboard the Enterprise in First Contact. <laughs> he also seems kind of reluctant to do it. Like, like he he definitely seems like um, kind of like Avery Brooks to an extent. That's basically just like, yeah, it's behind me. I don't really kind of do that anymore. I don't, I don't really see him in too much stuff anymore. But I feel like every once in a while, yeah. I get like a you know like a reaction to something. Like there was a lower decks gag like a couple of years ago about O'Brien being the most important person in the universe, and like he was very kind of like bewildered and just like that's a thing. Like I don't I don't Colin, know what you guys are talking he about. He was in uh, he was just recently in the show I was just watching. In I something. think it was the Serpent Queen. It was the Serpent Queen. Uh, oh, okay. And he played the king. Uh, uh, don't I can't remember which king. Some historical king, but he was great in that. And yeah, yeah like I don't doubt theater it. actor too. Does he do a oh, yeah. theater or he did it? One oh yeah, like sure. Also... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I just wanted to say that I love. I'm a big Seven of Nine fan, big Voyager fan, as you guys know. But I loved the 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 um how how do I phrase this? Seven going back and forth, like like trying to distract the Borg. She was like, uh, she cloaked herself. She did a run. She went pew, 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 pew. (laughs) And like, okay, we're cloaked. We're going back. So it was a good, I had a really great visual uh, in my mind of Mm -hmm. her cloaking, going for like a a dash and Mm -hmm. just trying to confuse everybody. I I loved, I loved that scene. The effect sequences. I agree. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, Do you know what shape what, fleet formation looked like? It was something specific. It was like these little like flying. No, it was weird. <laughs> flying. <laughs> they, they were they were geese flying south. For, 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 for some reason, I kept seeing the number six zero six. You know, like there's a oh, like yeah. there's a diamonds, and then the, like at least one of them is a six. Basically, what that signifies, I do not know. What um, meaning? Yeah. Um, the um the special effects sequences i mean in both episodes but especially the finale i thought were phenomenal and they yeah. announced a couple weeks ago when this was still in the chamber that they were going to do special theatrical screenings of the final two episodes and they did not do one in philadelphia unfortunately um Ooh. but when i saw that news it made me feel like go like oh it must look good and i watched these episodes and i thought i really wish i had a chance it would have been really i would have loved i would have loved to see this at a in a theater i think mm-hmm. maybe i, I didn't even know what was happening until i saw multiple friends being like waiting in line to get my seats and i was like what uh, <laughs> i was mm-hmm. so upset but there. then it was, it was in new here, york so. obviously New York and DC, yeah. Look, uh, for the DC, yeah. we're seeing it. So, yeah, we all should have hopped on a bus. We all should have. Like, I was tempted. Uber, drove to New York. I was tempted. Yeah, cool. yeah. Mm. Um, I also yeah. saw in the beginning of the episode the voiceover cameo. Uh, oh man! From uh, Chekhov. Oh, yeah. Chekhov. Walter yes. Koning Walter- as as his son. He was playing as his son Anton Chekhov. Anton Chekhov, yeah. So referencing, uh, you know, paying tribute to Anton Yelchin in the, mm-hmm. in the same breath, which is so cool. And not only that, but like the speech he's giving is like a slightly tweaked version of like in Star Trek oh, yeah. IV, The Voyage Home, when the president's saying, do not approach Earth. Yeah, it's, it's almost word for word, basically. So it's like, it's a tribute within a tribute within a tribute. Yeah. Yeah. Was that the, that wasn't the dog, the bounty hunter guy, right? 
Oh, you remember that? Oh, no, you know yeah. who I'm talking about? I know who you're talking about. I tell you, <laughs> no, no, it was a different, different, different Federation president, I think. Oh, I know. It was almost, yeah, the guy almost looks like F. Murray Abraham, the guy you Kind of, about. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yes. there's a pre- president of the United Federation of Planets, I think. There's one that looks like old dog the, dog, bounty, the hunter. bounty hunter. Yeah. There's a, yeah, there's a president of Earth, and then there's a president of the Federation. They're two different things. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Earth Thank you. Oh man! Uh, yeah, I thought it was cool that uh, he was finally brought back in because I don't think he's done anything since Generations, right? Mm-mm. Maybe voice and well, he's, prob- he's also something. like probably ninety, or he's because I know oh, Shatner's in his nineties, yeah, sure. right? Mm-hmm. He's definitely mm-hmm. no. It was so, really cool to hear. So you know, whatever our opinions of Terry Mattelis, I will say he posted something on Instagram, which was basically him and Walter Koenig watching the finale together, and I was just like, "This uh, man's the coolest yeah. guy. This is yeah. so awesome." Yeah, and he's from New Jersey. Yes, he is. Yeah. I don't have an opinion on Terry Metalis, just the work that he's done in Star Trek. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yes. Important I have nothing distinction. Personal. Right. I have nothing personal <laughs> against him. Do whatever he wants. Sorry, guys. I, I've been, I've been, I've been shuffling my um, Star Trek tarot deck this whole time as well. And okay. and and sorry, Admiral Lecheyev just keeps coming up. The the high oh, I don't know wow. why is she mm. I know it's really not okay. Great. So that's Admiral Lecheyev. Now we're at Admiral Shelby showed up a lot in Deep Space Nine? No, Admiral Shelby is there for for Best of Both Worlds. She comes on to replace Riker. Oh, yeah, Riker. Yes. Um, Yeah. Right, right, You're in my way. You're in my way. And then she ends up helping them get Locutus, get Picard back, but... He's ambitious and a woman. What? I remember now. I I could not remember. Yep. Yeah, she's the Borg expert, which is one of the... Points, uh, Picard says, you know, right. it's weird that she's doing this. It's something mm-hmm. very Borg like or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, I was, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I was very pleased about this because as we were watching Next Gen, I was telling my partner that, like, you know, Star Trek is all full of these, like, one off characters who only appear like once or twice, but they're so popular among the fan base. And Shelby is one of them because she only appears in that two parter. She really makes an impression. And um, I, when I was a kid, I really I read as many of the Star Trek books as I could. And Shelby was such a popular character among authors, she got to co-star in her own separate book series, which I, I always you? loved at the time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you something? That's also my Please. son's middle name. Shelby? Arlo Shelby? Shelby. His name is Shelby's Arlo good Shelby. Name. Hey. Now, yeah. I should tell everybody that um, I named him after uh, Admiral <laughs> Shelby. <laughs> Yeah, maybe not that one. We can find another Shelby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, better. Yeah. <laughs> I loved I all uh, all of the cameos, all the ways they found to bring people back throughout this throughout the se- season. Yep. Even the goofy Marlowness of uh, Moriarty, I should say. Um, oh yeah, Moriarty. Yeah. Moriarty of of things. Uh, I thought that was that was super fun. That Bro, was yeah, Lara. Laren, yeah, Laren, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I thought she was fantastic. Like that was a great episode. She's a really good actress. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love her. Yeah, she's great. Uh, speaking of Battlestar Galactica, uh, because right. she has oh, a yeah, yeah, she's got yeah, an important yeah. thing there. Yeah, so yeah. I think for me, time... my favorite, my favorite cameo still is is the hearing Major Barrett's voice again as well. Oh, yes. right. yeah. yeah, that made yeah. me very yeah. happy. Yeah. And then yeah. Riker like says, that. "I missed that." Yeah, right. I missed that. I'm sorry. Voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know who doesn't miss his mother-in-law. But he does miss the voice hey, of the computer. <laughs> I did show. We we watched. Um, we I watched uh, this the finale again with my boyfriend last night, and then we, we were talking about. I was talking about Luoxana Troy, and he was like, "No, it's Deanna Troy." I'm like, "No, Luoxana Troy is her mother," and he was like, "Who?" And I was like, "Okay, well, <laughs> we need to watch some Luoxana." <laughs> so we watched Manhunt, which is that great one where she's just like, "Ah, oh, it's a good one, yeah." Oh, it's so good. Uh, uh, correct just, me if I'm wrong. Please, mm-hmm. oh, any we one will. of you Don't or worry. all of you. We definitely um, but like to I feel like, yeah. <laughs> uh, But I feel like the only thing, one of the only things that was missing from this to make it just like, oh, they know what they're doing, uh, is if Riker was on the Enterprise D and did a leg over a chair kind of thing. Oh, they oh, did yeah. miss the <laughs> Maybe it's just maybe it's just Jonathan's legs can't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, at maybe. seventy, maybe it's not he really. He did do yeah. a weird, awkward leg up next Small to uh, mm-hmm. Jordy, though. Like That's his true. leg was really up, real close to Jordy mm-hmm. at one point. Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no shade to Jonathan, by the way. There's plenty of things that my legs can't do anymore either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Listen. And now I have tennis elbow. 
Yeah, and I, I can't I can't walk more than you know you know two miles without being like my heart. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. We don't have enough time. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, I think we. I love the season. Yeah, I loved it too. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Does anybody have any? Now that we're coming up on on an hour, so anybody have any sort of final feelings or final thoughts on this season? We're going to start with Carrie. We're going to go from possibly not not. Thank you. I don't think I need to say anything that I haven't already said before because I wish they would have done a little few things differently, but I definitely love the the season as a whole. Um, I liked it uh, in uh, on its own. Obviously, I said that before. I wish that they didn't like I just hated saying goodbye to people and then having mm-hmm. that goodbye not mean anything. I guess mm, that's okay. what it that's what it comes down to. Like even with Q at the end, it could have been any Q. Like it could have been a different Q. Like yeah, any anything is what his spouse Q. Yeah, yeah. Um, would have been would have been interesting. Like I don't think we needed another cameo from him. Yeah. Um. At the end. Uh. So whatever i liked it um also i didn't like it uh so i don't know what to say <laughs> okay That's michael it. henley what about you well i mean i have a posit that i think feel like we might need to chew on a little bit if only because this is the first time we've had a star trek show like wrap up as we're doing this podcast so it kind of begs the question like what did we think of picard the series you know as a whole um sure. Kind of an inconsistent series, you know, kind of, kind of a, you know, the, it's to a like certain three respect. separate series. <laughs> it, re- it really kind of is. And I, yeah. I think it's going to be one of those things where, you know, definitely fans are, you know, how in next gen, there are plenty of fans out there who are like, hey, start at season three. Yeah. Then you have like X number of seasons to go. And Picard's going to be like, start at season three, then stop. You know, like it's, it's going to be like, that's gonna be- <laughs> yeah. Um, and right I about th- that. That's a good way to think about it. It's like three completely different yeah this season this felt, so you don't need to have watched you do not need to have watched any i said season. this a little bit earlier but this this felt like almost how doctor who approaches things you know mm-hmm. like things get changed yes. up and the big bad always mm-hmm. the same big bads kind of always mm-hmm. come back and like i'm not mad about that yeah. you know i that you know what that is a great point i was thinking about that you know the other day i literally had that exact same thought because like the plotting felt very similar to doctor who and that yeah. i'm watching it and going like i'm not sure if this makes sense and also again. i'm fine yeah. and also it's so fine you know right. like it's literally, right. the, it's literally the cybermen yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it really is it really okay. is yeah. i you know what i feel less mad now that you brought that analogy up to because really? it's like always the Cybermen all the time. Like, right? Didn't always. We and in a different form. The and, and they've done they've done the Cybermen oh thing where it's like God. Cybermen in your brain and not the, mm-hmm. they've done it right. all. I mean. The Borg and the Cybermen, of course. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yep. Everything old is old I feel better now, guys. Thank you so much. So, so, so summarizing Picard is going to be the, this weird kind of like, well, season one is it's kind of its own thing. And then season two is also it's kind of its own thing. And then season three is its own thing as well. But it's also like a next gen movie and it's one of their best movies. It's also yeah. a 10 hour long movie. It's a 10 so hour like it's, movie. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, so, an, and, and yeah. it's the last, the last part of the ring cycle. Uh, the Wagnerian yeah. cycle is this yeah. Picard <laughs> movie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know what? Sorry, sorry. So, so I know that's my positive. My one final thought too. We didn't talk about the last scene. The, the sorry, you only get one final thought, Michael. So I'm sorry. Keep, yeah. Go ahead. I, I, I'm just gonna say I really appreciate the fact that like they did not try to reinvent the wheel. The original Next Gen finale has a great final scene, which is the poker game. And I love the fact that they just said, "Let's just let's do a poker game and do it a little bit different and have it a little bit more camaraderie, basically, and all that kind of stuff." But we're not going to try. We're not going to create a better final image of Next Gen than that. Let's just do it again. Yeah. But, you know, with all the all with all the wisdom and years, you know, like uh, having caught up to these characters and they're closer than ever. And I just thought that they all live happily ever after. And they all and then Mm. the music comes up and I'm happy as a clam. Um, The score this entire year was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Mike Marbach, do you have any sort of final thoughts on on Picard, the season, the the series, the Uh, the man? (laughs) The season, I would retread what I've uh, said a bit. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was the most Star Trek-y of the Picard seasons, of the Picard series. Um, I thought they did a fantastic job. Like I said, I loved all the the cameos as far as the endings, the very Return of the King-like fake endings that this uh, episode, this finale had. I loved Though each one of them, I love that we've rechristened it the Enterprise G. It's like everything is just you bow to no one, you know, kind of, mm-hmm. kind of moments uh, throughout mm-hmm. this. Um, I, I, I do like the idea of having a different cube, but also, 
I love having John Delancey back. Um, this series, from what I understand, has not yet been picked up. Uh, nope. Star Trek Legacy. Um, we'll see if that's going to remain to be the case. I like uh, but Ed Scaliers. I'd love to see him again. Let's very see happy him again. The... I think that we make a good couple. <laughs> uh, I'm real happy with the, the the job that they've done throughout this. Um, yeah, ending with the the game of poker, getting the great incomparable uh, Jean Luc Picard, Patrick Stewart, Sir Patrick Stewart, to give us some more Shakespeare. Yeah, uh, in the that. in the end, there was uh, Julius Caesar. Right, um, uh, I thought that was sure. fantastic. Um, as far as the overall series, yeah. I think that they are in order of goodness, uh, in backwards, <laughs> the backwards order, three, two, one. Um, and three for me, mainly because of the fact that it is the most Star Trek-y. Um, two, I really enjoyed for the time travelness of, of it. Um, and one, yeah, I thought, I thought it was good. Uh, there's, okay. there's so much weirdness with data throughout this, this series okay. though. Um, but yeah, I, I think agree that with this, everything. This, I'm sorry. Uh, I think that this series has done a good job to fill in some holes and retcon some things that have happened yeah. in the films in a great way. Yeah, yeah. I would agree with yeah. that. I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Good, 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 good points. Now, my final Chris, thoughts are yeah. my, my, my final thoughts are that um, it's just really unbelievable, like spaceships and flying. <laughs> And aliens. <laughs> That's not real. I couldn't find this whole time. Like, None of this Star makes Trek? any gosh, gosh darn yeah. sense. Oh, my goodness. God. See, this is why I love you guys because I'm like so mad about it. And then I'm talking to you guys and I'm like, you know what? You're right. None of this makes any gosh darn sense. Well, no, here's the thing. I, I, you know what? I, you know what? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. So, yeah, no, I, I, I did. I, listen, I, I, uh, um, I have been called a gourmand and not a gourmet in my past, which I know is not a compliment. Oh, uh, and I think okay. it tends to mean that you you love um, it's more like quantity over quality. And and I know hmm. that like in the okay. in terms of Star Trek, I will I will take whatever they give me. I love yeah. I love it. I love it. It's been my comfort thing. Same. It was my favorite thing when I was, you know, a kid growing up. My favorite show. But I do think, as Michael Henley put it, they stuck the landing with the end of this series um, and gave us something really worth watching and rewatching and talking about and mm. um and if they tripped up along the way i can forgive them um because i will still eat whatever kind of star trek mozzarella sticks they put in front of me you know what i'm huh? saying yep. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. yeah and that's sort of where i fall it's on it's still yeah it's a, it's a it's still pizza kind of thing yeah, yeah i mean even yeah. bad pizza is still cheesy and good mm -hmm. um, unless you make wow. pizza with no cheese in which case get out of my kitchen yeah, yeah. tomato um, pie tomato pie also yes, all awesome. right also, if you have pizza in California, I was, I was not going to. Sorry, that's a whole separate. Sorry. I agree right, with everything everybody said. I agree with everything everybody said. Well, good. Do we have any anything <laughs> anything to recommend or plug before we go? Any? I know you mentioned, uh, Mike, that there's some you're looking for some spot in, in Indianapolis, but what's coming up for Crossroads here in Philadelphia? Any? Uh, we have new classes starting this week. Uh, in-person classes. Uh, there's Improv nice. 1 with Tia Kemp starting on Thursday. That would be the 26th. There is Improv 2 with Sarah Clemency starting tomorrow. Improv 3, womp womp, sold out. Uh, so there's that. And new classes are going online tomorrow. There's a couple already up there. So if you're interested in in-person stand-up, improv, or sketch writing, uh, there will be uh, options for you there as well. That's really great. <laughs> Maybe one of these days I'll actually take an improv class. Speaking of my recommendation, my improv team is performing. At, uh, All the practices that you've done, you've taken multiple classes. I think I've taken multiple classes, um, just but in the doing. Um, but yeah, my, thank you places. As I mentioned previously, we now have a monthly residency at Tavern on Kamak. So you can come see oh, us the shit. last Wednesday of every month performing nice. upstairs it's a free show but if you want to come and be ready to tip you know we we, we appreciate the tips mm -hmm. and and feel free to to drink and uh because that's if you drink a lot they'll they'll bring us continue to bring us back yeah. which is good yeah um and also if you're in philadelphia this week on friday i am singing the tenor solo and carmina barana with the philly voices of pride mm. um should be wow. a fun show i am a playing a roasting mm -hmm. swan mm -hmm. over a uh, over a uh spit 
So cool. it's really a lot of fun Excellent. and weird <laughs> and cool. Yeah. So Are you, uh, was check it? that out. Omen? Is, is it the, it's in the Omen, that one? Is it? Oh, the, the, uh, I did, I've never seen the Omen. I don't know. That, that, uh, 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 uh. isn't that Oh, yeah, that's the Osiris. Yeah, that's the big yes, that's yeah. Carmina Barana. Yes, that's not the part <laughs> I'm doing. My part, my part, really, my lines are I once lived, I used to live by a lake, uh, and I could fly, and I was a swan. Now I'm being chopped up and served on a platter. All I see is gnashing teeth. So it's really, Thanks. you know, uplifting, uh, yeah. exciting. Mm-hmm. Feel good mm-hmm. in the year. The mark, marking in the music Real is cute. Sempre Ironico, which I'm excited about. And that'll be fun. So mm-hmm. it's be like kind of funny, you know. Great. What about Michael and Carrie? Any any other things to to plug or mention? Just a well, study you know, in contrast. Got that, yeah, you got that study in contrast with uh, Michael. Uh, yeah. People people doing cultured things, and I'm in Dallas. Oh, <laughs> oh, Michael, you just need a good night's sleep. I know, I know, I definitely do. I definitely do. I got a text from my girlfriend just saying, I know you didn't get much sleep last night, basically you should get more sleep. And she is so yeah, 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 Michael's next public appearance will be in appeals court in Texas for having uh, (laughs) punched somebody. Uh, no, you know, I got the end crowd uh, on Friday nights and we're starting up. We got our new home now on East Pass Young. So yeah, that's so the exciting. And that's Saibona Creativity Project. Bona, 18 yes. years of the end mm. crowd. Yes, it's true. And we're so excited to be working with uh, Salbona and helping them out. And it's wonderful. Uh, and should we I shout out just... the creator of Salbona, the person who's put that together? Isn't Tanya, that Tanya? Yeah. Tanya Morgan. Yeah. That's fantastic. So check that out. Um, oh, and Tanya. I also just... I just want to say you recommended Three Body Project, and I read that, and it's great. Isn't it great? I loved it. Yeah, it's really good. It's so well, they're, great, they're, and yeah, they're making I, a Netflix I, series out of it too. Uh, yes, I can't yeah. imagine how that Netflix series is going to be because the way they, the way the yeah. author um, uses this descriptive language to illustrate hard, complex science and math problems. Yeah is so it's like he I feel like he must be a genius because of course I don't understand what he's saying but it makes right. me feel like I know exactly what he's saying because of how he's right how he's describing and we're getting it through stuff. a translation too which I think is you know yeah. it's 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 all very fascinating so and well worth well worth that. yeah yeah very cool yeah. Well, good. Well, so we should end with a song. So I guess we should. <laughs> oh, Mike, um, everybody had done uh, Crossroads yeah. comedy theme songs. It's your turn, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready? <laughs> if you want to study improv. Improv. <laughs> come to Crossroads comedy. Comedy. If you want to study sketch. <laughs> <laughs>